Loving your language means a command of its vocabulary beyond the level of the everyday. John H. McWhorter. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And welcome to First Day of NaNoWriMo. The goal for this season is to help sharpen your skill set and your tool set for using language at its base. We are calling this season English 101. I've had multiple conversations with several different people who say, I would be a writer if my spelling weren't so bad. And I really hope that you as listeners don't think that something as trivial as spelling is holding you back from telling a great story. Throughout the month, we'll be talking about common problems that people face, parts of speech, really getting into the basics of English. Even though we're talking about English, because that's the language we speak, you can still apply these principles, these ideas, to whatever language it is that you're writing in. So let's get into this episode. Today is about being a student of language. A lot of people don't like studying English. They don't like learning the language. But you need to learn to like it. Because if you don't study, if you don't know the basics of the language that you're writing in, you won't be able to write. It's like trying to program an app without knowing how to use a computer. If you approach learning something new about your passion, like work, it will quickly stop being your passion. So learn to get excited with every new word you discover, with every new rule you now know how to use so you know how to break. When it comes to rule breaking, are you more clearly communicating by breaking the rule or by obeying it? Because that's the only purpose for having rules at all, is to make sure we are communicating clearly. Because there are a lot of times where you will break the rules. Breaking the rules is part of writing, especially in fiction. Learn the rules so you can break them right. That's part of conversational writing, because we don't talk in complete sentences. We don't talk in perfect grammar. See? We don't talk with perfect grammar. (laughs) (laughs) So to communicate clearly, you need to know the rules and how to break them correctly. Yes, there are rules for breaking rules. The most common rules that are broken include ending with a preposition. And that one is a rule because a preposition shows the space between two objects. If you have a preposition at the end of a sentence, you aren't saying which two objects you're talking about. But that's also a very antiquated rule, and a lot of people are okay with Hey, where are you at? (laughs) Another rule is starting a sentence with a conjunction. Starting a sentence with and, but, because. There are a lot of reasons, a lot of purpose behind starting with a conjunction. You don't want to do it so much that it becomes noticeable. I actually had my sister contact me. She was reading Six of Crows, and she showed me a screenshot, and it was like, Every paragraph started with and or but. Like, okay, that's just, that's a bit much for starting with conjunctions. So keep it purposeful. Incomplete sentences is another commonly broken rule. 
We'll talk a little bit more about sentence structure later this month and what an incomplete sentence is, but they can have incredible power if used properly. But if every sentence you use is incomplete, you're not communicating clearly. I will say most of the places you will have incomplete sentences will be within the context of dialogue or thought process, because that's how humans work. We don't usually think or speak incomplete sentences unless you're doing so in a more formal environment like we do on our podcast. And even then, we still don't always have complete sentences. But hopefully we are communicating clearly to you. And the final rule that's most commonly broken would be passive voice. Take this one with a grain of salt. You don't want a lot of passive voice in your story, but there will be times where this rule should be broken. There are a lot of things you can do to handicap your own language, and there are a lot of things you can do with the same tools to perfectly craft that character. Something that's really helped me fall in love with words and English and be able to come up with the right word for the right moment is actually knowing another language besides English. I do American Sign Language, and there is no written language equivalent to that because it's a three-dimensional language and it structures thoughts and ideas and communicates completely differently from English. Being able to understand both sides helps me understand the root of what I'm looking for beyond just the word. I'm getting to the concept of why I want this particular word. Knowing your language better, as well as knowing other languages, will help you understand how people communicate. I could go on and on about the fun complexities of ASL and the efficiency of the language because it's far more primitive. We don't have words like was or is, the. Sometimes you'll say it, but that's sort of pointing to where you're putting that concept in the physical space between you and the person you're conversing with. So if I mention my sister, I'll put her at the end of the table and just continuously point her direction whenever I'm talking about her. It's a very spatial language, and that makes it a lot of fun to take myself outside of the words that I'm trying to communicate and remind myself of the deeper concept beyond what the surface is. And you also might know I am a whole lot of fun at parties because <laughs> I have a lot of strange trivia when it comes to language because I've pursued it as a passion. I actually follow a group online called The Language Nerds on Facebook. And they're always posting jokes and little quirks and ideas about language. And that includes a lot of European languages associate the number eight with night. A lot of those words are very similar in most of the Latin languages. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> Told you I'm fun at parties. Because language is the operating system of the brain, this is why you need to learn the language really well. You don't need to be perfect at it in order to write. You don't need to know how to spell everything. You don't need to know all of the rules. But you need to figure out how language works, how to write in order to write. 
Old English and Shakespeare is an interesting way to look at how language has evolved because that's when stuff started getting written down. We started almost homogenizing language at that point beyond cultural things here and there. But you'll still see familiar words used differently. So you have to think about the concept behind the word and not just what you commonly understand. So we have a little bit of homework for you. In order for you to understand your language better, to start becoming a student of language yourself, because we've presented in here arguments for why you need to understand it better, now let's go do it. Start off by sharing words and phrases that you discover with your friends, with your writing friends. Learn to be excited about language and learning about it. For me, a lot of learning, especially vocabulary, comes down to having the right arrows in my quiver. So when the time comes, I can pull it out and shoot and use the exact tool I need for this particular circumstance. If you don't have that love and that passion for language, you're limiting your arsenal. And so you can't speak with as much clarity, with as much depth as you could if you had just the right word to communicate the idea you're looking for. One way that you can help yourself develop that vocabulary to learn those right words is to write down the words that you hear that you like or the words that you see. Say you're reading a book, you come across the word you don't know, you look it up and you decide, that's a pretty nice word. Write it down somewhere so you remember it. The social media of dictionary.com and these other places have a word of the day. I will often screenshot them and send them to you or some of my other writing friends because it's a fun word. And now I'm adding it to my arsenal and I'm hoping you can add it to your arsenal as well. But by far, the best way to become a student of the language, to learn how writing, how English is used, is to read. Read books in your genre. Read fiction. Read these stories that break those rules consistently and well. If you are studying lemurs, then when you're trying to learn about them, there's only so much you can learn about them in a lab environment. You have to go see them in the wild, see how they behave in the wild, how they're existing with other creatures around them. The same is true of words. You can't get a full concept of the word unless you see it in the wild. So go read, write, learn, and learn to be excited about language because that inevitably will help you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 